So once again, I want to thank everybody for coming out today for this Mass and those here for the celebration of my 20th anniversary as a priest, particularly again for my brother priest and all friends and family. And in fact, some people here who are at my actual ordination and first Mass, happy to see everyone here. It's not only 20 years as a priest, but it's also 10 years here at Our Lady of Wisdom. Half of my priesthood spent here amongst the students, and the faculty, staff, and parishioners. It's really been a blessing. So what I want to talk about today is, as you might imagine, offer a little reflection on the priesthood and my experience as a priest. And I felt sort of inspired to sort of base my reflections upon a film that I watched over the course of quarantine. And if any of you have ever been to my movie nights over the past decade, this is like almost the epitome of what you would have been subjected to. The film was filmed in 1979 by the Russian director Andrei Tarkovsky. It is a film called Stalker. Stalker is not what you think it is, as I'll try to explain. It takes place in the future, um, where some type of alien life form comes and creates this place called the zone. And in the zone, things do not run as they normally do on the outside. And there are individuals called stalkers who are willing to take you and bring you into the zone, particularly to try to go to the center of the zone, which is called the room. Because in the room, if you go there and you express the deepest desire of your heart, it will be granted to you. However, the issue is what you think the deepest desire of your heart is, as opposed to what it truly is, maybe two different things, and the room will give you what the deepest desire of your heart truly is. Now, the movie is about three hours long, it's in Russian, and there are a lot of long periods of quiet and silence typical for a film that I might like. But the movie, gives itself to a number of different uh, interpretations. That's why it's such a powerful movie. But it is, or could be argued, an extended allegory for faith. Faith, what faith is. And the priest is the stalker. Or should I say the stalker is the priest who guides individuals into the zone. And in this movie, there are two individuals, the writer and the professor. The writer is the one who is sort of the cynic, and the professor is the one who is the scientist, who neither of them believe, but the stalker does. And he guides them into the zone on this journey of faith. And so I spent a lot of time reflecting on this, of the identity of the priest as a stalker, the one who is stalking God, the one who is stalking truth, the one who is stalking a deeper meaning and significance of life. And as you might imagine, without sort of giving away the whole plot synopsis, even though probably no one here is going to watch it, except for maybe one or two people here who I recognize that would probably see it, I have three points, as you might imagine. The first is accompaniment. And the stalker doesn't just say, here's the map to the room. The stalker goes with them on the journey. He's not just there to point the way. He's present. He's in a relationship with those who are journeying in faith, those who are searching. He accompanies them, but he's the guide. He's the one who knows how to get there, but does not abandon those he is called to guide. And so as a priest, particularly 
during my time here working with students. Yeah, I could tell you how to live. I can tell you this is the meaning of the gospel. But I've come to realize the real fruit is accompaniment. It's just like Jesus being with his disciples and apostles, being with parishioners and students in a very unique way. Here at Our Lady of Wisdom, I live with the students. They see me day in and day out as we journey together and I accompany them. The second thing is, is in the film, the stalker, just like the priest, and this journey is going to have to face darkness. It's going to have to face the questions of others, the trials, the struggle of living the faith. And so the stalker, the priest, is in solidarity with those two other individuals, with all who are searching, who have questions. And of course, we know that so many young people today, as in the past, are looking for answers and are struggling with belief in a world outside of the zone that does not believe. And it's often very antagonistic against the faith. I think it sort of sums it up in a quote I like to give. You can't imagine me giving a homily about quoting Balthazar or a Ratzinger. The Ratzinger says this, Jesus goes into the desert to be tempted, to share in the temptations of his people into the world, to bear our misery, to conquer the foe, and so open the way for us to the promised land. It seems to me that all of this belongs in particular manner to the office of the priest, to be exposed in the front line to the temptations and necessities of any given time, to suffer the sufferings of faith at a given time, with others and for others. If at a certain period, philosophy, science, and political power creates obstacles to the faith, it is to be expected that priests and religious should feel it even before lay folk. And so it's understanding that the priest is human. We experience the same trials and struggles as we enter into the struggles of the world, the darkness of faith that so many experience. Just like we may struggle with patience or prudence, faith does not come easy. We are not angels, nor do any of us have the beatific vision. So the priest is stalking for himself, not just guiding people, but looking for God, looking for the truth, often in the darkness of faith. So we don't possess it, at least not yet. And then finally, without giving away the plot, the stalker, like the priest, has to face his own weakness, his own failure, and his own disappointment. This has been a big part of my message over the past 10 years, an insight that I got from St. Therese in a little way. And to trust in the Lord and to be spiritual children, we have to learn how to fail, to not be perfect, but to still go to the Lord and know that he is merciful and willing to forgive. And so the priest has to face failure in his own life. In the film, as in the life of all priests, you can accompany people into the zone, you can guide them, but it's ultimately their choice to believe. And so often because of interior struggles, shame, confusion, they choose not to enter into the room. If this is the case, then Jesus was the original stalker, the one guiding people to truth but leaving it up to them to accept. And that ultimate act of freedom encompasses the act of faith. Now, it's 
day of celebration, you're like, Father, that's a pretty bleak sounding message. I don't know if I want to watch that movie. And I don't want it to be bleak because it's not. It's a reality. But just like the film, in the life of the priests, there is hope. Because you come to realize that although Stalker sees his own weakness in guiding others into the zone, you see that he's had an impact on his child, an impact on his daughter who does believe, who does have faith. Although at the moment, the Stalker is not able to see it. And so today, as much as I acknowledge trials and the struggles and the realities of what it means to be a priest in faith and searching for the truth, I am very aware of, and very thankful for those lives, those children the Lord has given to me and the grace that I've been able to have to show them Christ, the love of the Father, to touch and transform and journey with all of you present in that journey of faith. Amen.